From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the government announces a 65% hike in medical school enrollment quota despite fierce opposition from the Doctors' Association. A list of Lunar New Year presidential pardons includes a national security chief and a presidential chief of staff from the Park Geun-hye administration. And a solid court overturns an initial ruling that the state was not responsible for compensating humidifier disinfectant victims or their bereaved families. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Che. The nation's quota on medical school enrollment is set to jump over 65% next year, with the first hike in 19 years. The government announced the final figure of 5,058 as a means of plugging regional service gaps and preparing for increased demand. The country's doctors' association, meanwhile, continues to fiercely oppose the decision and instead has called for better resource allocation. Tom McCarthy has more. The quota for medical school admissions will expand by 2,000, or 65.4% of this year's quota for the 2025 academic year. The health ministry announced the decision to increase the quota to 5,058 for the first time since 2006, when it was set at 3,058, after a session of its policy review committee on Tuesday. The ministry said the expansion will be centered around medical schools outside the capital region and that the supply and demand of doctors in the country will be managed through a regular review and adjustment of the workforce. The government has cited the nation's shortage of doctors as a key factor contributing to medical care depletion outside the capital region as well as in essential medicine. In 2021, there were 2.6 clinical doctors for every 1,000 people in the country, the second lowest after Mexico among member states of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which had an average of 3.7. Presiding over a cabinet meeting earlier in the day, President Yoon Suk-yeol said an estimated 15,000 more doctors will be needed by 2035 amid the rapidly aging society, stressing that increasing the medical workforce is a pressing task that can no longer be delayed. With the announcement, Health Minister Cho Gyu-hong warned of a stern response to any opposition acted upon by relevant parties, with the Korean Medical Association vehemently against the move since it was proposed. The Doctors' Federation has contended that there are already enough doctors in the country, while also voicing concerns that larger classes will compromise the quality of education and services, calling instead for a better allocation of professional and financial resources across the nation. Tom McCarthy, KBS World Radio News. The Korea Medical Association has warned that it will launch a general strike if the government unilaterally pushes ahead with a plan to increase the enrollment quota for medical schools without consultation. The KMA issued the warning in an emergency press conference in Seoul on Tuesday morning, ahead of the government's announcement of the extent of the expansion. KMA President E.P. Su said that despite repeated proposals from the medical community, the government is pursuing unilateral policies without sufficient discussion and consultation with the group. The KMA chief then warned that if the government proceeds without talking with the medical community, the group will immediately begin procedures for a general strike while discussing the results of its survey of members conducted in December about a massive strike to protest a government's plan to increase the quota. The KMA executive branch also plans to resign en masse 
and immediately convene an extraordinary general meeting of delegates to form an emergency committee. A national security chief and a presidential chief of staff from the Park Geun-hye administration will be among 980 politicians and business leaders expected to receive special presidential pardons ahead of this week's Lunar New Year holiday. The government announced Tuesday that President Yoon Suk-yeol's fourth round of special pardons to be granted on Wednesday include former National Security Advisor Kim Guan-jin, who had been sentenced to two years in prison for ordering 2012 election opinion rigging online, Kim Gi-chun, a presidential chief of staff from the Park administration, who had been sentenced to two years for ordering cultural figures and groups critical of the government to be blacklisted, will also be pardoned and his rights reinstated. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. Business leaders said to be pardoned include Che Jae-won, the executive vice chairman of SK Group, and LIG Group chairman Koo Bun-sang after they have either completed their prison term or their suspended sentence has expired. The pardons are part of special exemptions from administrative penalties to be granted to over 450,000 people, with the president saying during Tuesday's cabinet meeting that they are intended to revive the economy and public livelihoods. According to Tuesday, overturned an initial ruling that the state was not responsible for compensating humidifier disinfectant victims or their bereaved families. The Seoul High Court ordered the state to pay 3 to 5 million won or 22 to 3,800 U.S. dollars to three plaintiffs in a compensation lawsuit filed by five people, including victims of the humidifier disinfectant. The court ruled that the exercise of discretion by public officials concerning negligence during the review and announcement of chemical hazards was significantly unreasonable and therefore illegal, marking the first time in which the state's liability for compensation has been recognized. Victims who received treatment at hospitals or lost family members due to unexplained lung damage after using humidifier disinfectants made and sold by Oxyrecket Benkiser Korea between 2008 and 2011 filed a lawsuit for damages against the government and the manufacturers in 2014. The first trial in 2016 acknowledged the manufacturer's liability for compensation but dismissed the claim against the state, citing a lack of evidence. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development lowered its growth outlook for South Korea this year to 2.2%. According to Seoul's Finance Ministry on Monday, the OECD's latest projection for the country was downgraded from 2.3% in November last year while the organization's outlook for the global economy rose from 2.7% to 2.9%. The latest forecast is identical to the outlook by the government and higher than 2.1% projected by the Bank of Korea, while the International Monetary Fund last week projected a 2.3% expansion for South Korea this year. The OECD projection for next year remained unchanged from the previous outlook at 2.1%. The organization expects inflation in South Korea to slow to 2.7% this year before reaching 2% in 2025, unchanged from its November projections. One worker died and six others were injured while cleaning a septic tank at a plant operated by Hyundai Steel in Incheon on Tuesday. According to fire authorities and the police, seven employees collapsed during the cleaning work at around 11.02 a.m. The 34-year-old worker who was found in cardiac arrest died after arriving at a nearby hospital, and the six others are receiving treatment for clouded consciousness and respiratory difficulty. 
The workers, outsource employees of a cleaning company, were removing sludge of hydrofluoric acid and nitric acid from the tank without gas masks. While the police have launched an investigation, an official from the Labor Ministry's regional office said the government will look into applying the Serious Accidents Punishment Act against Hyundai Steel. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index went down 15.11 points or 0.58% on Tuesday to close the day at 2,576.20. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also declined, losing 0.96 points or 0.12% to close at 807.03. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 3.21 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,327.61. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. This has been Daniel Chen. You can also catch our news from our website at world.kbs.co.kr.